Doing everything I can Holding on to what I am Pretending I'm a superman I'm trying to keep The ground on my feet It seems the world's falling all around me The nights are long I'm singing the song To try and make the answer's more than maybe And I'm so confused About what to do Sometimes I wanna throw it all away That was a little Goldfinger Hello, Superman You remember that from Tony Hawk's Pro Skater? Yeah, I do, I remember playing that is a young chap. Your boy went skateboarding this week. Yep. That's right. Went back, got out on there, did some board slides. What? <laughs> did some roll-ins, not some drop-ins. I still have some PTSD from that. Hope you enjoyed that. I'm trying to uh, get my uh, guitar playing sharper and sharper. That's one of my favorite songs uh, whenever I go on the road to listen to with my buddy Joel Jimenez. Joel Berg, we're going to be in Phoenix next weekend. That's exciting. Got a lot of Kill Tony dates coming up. We're going freaking international. Being going to be in Europe next month, which is pretty insane. I'm looking very much forward to that. How's your week, guys? What is going on? Your boy Jeremiah Watkins is here for you on Jeremiah Wonders. How's the mood, huh? Oh, it's not at 100% yet. Okay, we'll get there. I think this uh, this is a fun podcast. Uh, my buddy J.D. Witherspoon is on the program today, and we did a lot of impressions and a lot of riffing for y'all. And you know your boy likes that the most when the guests go ahead and all want to riff with him. You know what I'm saying? I've been doing this thing uh, with my wife lately. We have, like, comfort shows that we fall asleep to. Like, we, we finished, uh, we watched all the Curb Your Enthusiasms with Larry David. What a great show. And we're going back through and watching the Lord of the Rings movies. Wow. Nostalgia. Those are just, oh, those just make you feel good. Even if you break them up, if you do like them in quarters or halves, oh, it feels so good. You just, you just are like, ah, these movies are so good. I'll probably end up doing that with the Harry Potter movies again, too. Yeah. There's just some movies. I like I like being put in a, in a good mood or a good place before I go to sleep. And to start the day. Hopefully this is helping you start your day on a nice foot. I want to get into the kindness challenge. We've gotten some more great emails coming into the show. Uh, They were kind of a little light for a little bit, but uh, they're coming back in. So email your kindness challenge letters to jeremiahwonders at gmail.com. If you don't know what the kindness challenge is, this is what it is. I challenge you, the listeners, and myself every week to do something out of the kindness of your heart for a stranger or somebody that you know. It doesn't matter if it's really small. It could be really small or it could be big. It could be whatever. As long as you're contributing something positive to society. The whole pay it forward mentality. You know what I mean? So uh, go ahead and uh, keep sending me those. I want to read one from a guy named Tyler Jackson that uh, he sent me. I have never met him before. I don't know what he looks like. Uh, but I started to wonder, what if I read his letter in the voice that I thought he might sound like. So here we go. Jeremiah, 
I love what you're doing on your podcast. I've listened from episode one and been wanting to submit this kind of challenge for a few weeks now. I work at a company that has small team groups that work together to achieve deadlines. One day, as I was leaving late on a Friday, I noticed that someone was still in the office. As I entered the queue, I could see a woman was flustered and her eyes showed that she had been crying. I asked her what she was still doing here so late and asked if there was something I could help with. She sighed in relief and thanked me so much as she began to vent about how overwhelming her day had been. I sat and talked with her for about 30 minutes and we split the workload. We finished all the work in around 30 minutes after that. On the way out, she was so appreciative her whole demeanor had completely changed. It is amazing what offering a helping hand can do sometimes. Keep the podcast coming. Tyler. Tyler, thank you so much for uh, sending that in, man. That's freaking awesome. And he actually, he said that I inspired him to start a podcast. Uh, you can check that out uh, at the Lions Share podcast on Instagram. So there you go. Give uh, Tyler some love. I love that. I love that story of, uh, you know, seeing somebody who clearly needs help, that they're, they're crying, you're just checking on them, being a good person. That's what the kind of challenge is all about. Uh, I feel personally, I have to admit, I feel a little guilty. I feel like I've been slacking myself on the kindness challenge lately. So I've been trying to up mine uh, throughout the week. I felt like I was able to do a couple things. And one one of the things I did, uh, this was a very small example, but um, it was raining all week in Los Angeles. And I was turning onto my street. I just left the comedy store super late at night. It's like 1 something probably, 1, 1.30. Anyway, I'm turning onto my street and I see the back of somebody who I think I know and I yell out to them and it's a comedian I'm like hey and he turns around and he's like what's up and I was like do you need a ride and he's like yeah that'd be great and he said basically he was waiting for you know lift to lowers like a, a, a you know surging or whatever and I just drove him home and it was uh, a buddy who I've known for a long time and we had a great conversation we hadn't had a chance to to hang in a long time and he was just super appreciative because it was like kind of rainy and it was like not great walking weather and it's you know, late at night in LA, it's not great to walk around on, uh, anyway, but that's just a small example of what it could be. It can be that small if, uh, if it's something, but it, you know, didn't take any skin off my back. It's just like, you know, it literally took 10 minutes to, to give him a ride and then go back to, to my place and go to bed. So there you go. So keep sending those in to jeremiahwonders at gmail.com. Please keep sending your music submissions there as well. I love featuring music on this podcast. I love, uh, you know, spotlighting artists uh, and trying to help them spread the word on, on their art. Like like a big team-building community here. You know what I'm saying? I want to thank the sponsors of the show. Speedweed, at Speedweed on Twitter. Gino, hit him up for that marijuana delivery service. Do you like uh, smoking the reefer? Do you like it delivered to your house? Well, <laughs> Gino's your man at Speedweed. And you know what pairs really well with Speedweed? Bronxborn Pizza from Bend, Oregon, at Bronxborn Pizza on social media. Or if you live in Los Angeles, in Santa Monica, they've got Gray Block Pizza. It's the same owner. Hit up Thomas Schiffer. Love that guy. Also, I love the guys over at Menchie Music in Pennsylvania. Uh, at Pennsylvania, Transylvania, Pennsylvania. At Menchie Music, Deke Ematic and Seth M710. They're also going to hook up my buddy Joel Berg with some drum equipment. Those guys are the freaking best they are menches they put the menches and menchy music you know what i'm saying guys if you'd like to sponsor the show email jeremiahwonders gmail.com i'm actually selling some airtime that's right you can buy 30 seconds of airtime on jeremiah wonders and i will read whatever copy you'd like me to read that goes for companies or if you really want to get something off your chest personally you could do that too (laughs) 
please support the show at jeremiahwonders.com. There's a PayPal donation button there. Uh, if you don't want to contribute monetarily, that's perfectly cool. I would really appreciate your support, though, by going over to iTunes and leaving a five-star review. Please review the podcast. We just are around 300 reviews. I'd love to get a, like around 500 reviews in the next couple of months. It helps the ratings a lot, and it helps climb the podcast chart and makes people more aware of this thing that's going on. Yes. Also got to thank my pal, Gage Tiarina. He's doing the audio and video editing. I don't know if you've been seeing some of the clips that I've been posting on Instagram and YouTube lately. He's doing a bang out job, loving the creativity and stuff that, and the love that he's putting into those clips and really think that they're funny and that we're on to something. So keep sharing those and give Gage some love on uh, social media at Gage Tiarina, T-I-J-E-R-I-N-A, and Gage is J-G-E. So, guys, let's get into this episode. J.D. Witherspoon uh, talked, man, we talked about uh, how we both auditioned for uh, the reboot of In Living Color back in the day. We talked about uh, how he is the son of uh, a well-known comedian. We talked about, uh, you know, our uh, journey over the years with uh, with uh, impressions and, uh, and characters and stuff like that. This dude was super fun to hang out with, and I think that you guys are really going to enjoy him. Please listen to my pal right now, J.D. Witherspoon. On Jeremiah Wonders. You OCD? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah? Absolutely. I mean, I'm not like crazy. <laughs> but I, I feel like that's I, what crazy people say. Though. Like, oh, I mean, I'm not like crazy. I, I would say I'm OCD because I am the type to, without anyone telling me, like, move shit. Oh, okay. Like, like if like this, slowly like, adjust like things. Just, just like, like now picture frame on the wall yeah. is slightly and like, you those know those are corners. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, I've done that. This is a 90 degree angle. And there you go. Yeah. You're welcome. Uh-huh. <laughs> Dude, thanks for coming on the show, man. No, I appreciate it, man. Yeah. It's been uh been a long time coming. Been a long, a long time coming, but I know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know that who that song is. I don't know. Chains gonna come. It's just a song. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I don't know that song. You don't know that at all? No. I, I was gone by the river. Oh, maybe. And no. I know. It's some old black lady singing that. Okay. And it sounds like something that would be in the back or front of Color Purple or something or the Gone with the Wind or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like it comes on, it comes on a jukebox, and it just yeah. says "old black lady." Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, I Are- think I know Aretha or somebody. Yeah, Aretha <laughs> and friends. Aretha, oh yeah, Aretha, <laughs> Aretha and friends. May- <laughs> dot dot dot. Maybe Patty. Maybe. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows, man? Yeah, dude. Uh, dude, I've been uh, uh, following you on social media for a while, and uh, we've been friends through the comedy scene for for. Years now, definitely it, years. It's, it's been actually a long time, so I'm glad that we can actually hang and kick it. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. You know, you're the you're the more comicy of us two. <laughs> I only say that because I know that I met you at an open mic, or I think the first time I might even seen you was a. It was definitely a Laugh Factory open mic or okay. or a showcase. But you were doing like I think it was one of those things where I enjoyed you because you did impressions as well. Okay. And when I saw you on stage, you were. You were doing like either a really goofy Jason Statham or a Nicolas Cage or something. It was. A, it would have been a Jason Statham. Yeah, and, and you were just doing your act outs were just so big, and it was one of those things where you were like just you were doing it to the to the extent where like it was a like it would be a packed house, but it was just like twelve comics. Yeah, <laughs> it was twelve comics who waited out in front of the I, Laugh Factory I on would, a Tuesday. Uh, I'd be swinging for the fences, <laughs> and there, but you just swing, be man, and like, you yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, but you hit them, man. I love it. I love it. It's so funny to me. But yeah, that's where I think I remember at least seeing you. I don't know if we met there or the store. I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, probably some show or something. I don't, yeah, I don't remember exactly, but I remember seeing you and that's one of the things that i appreciated about you first off was i was like oh this dude does good impressions thank you yeah yeah it's one of those things where did you start off doing voices as a kid because like i whenever i was young i found a knack for mimicking uh-huh. cartoons and stuff like real early that's on. that's all it is yep people ask how do you get into voices how do you get into voice because I, I do voiceover now yeah which i'm so happy and proud of myself for heck yeah and i'm just like you know that kid who's annoying on the karaoke machine? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's us. That's what it is. Yeah. You grow up, you watch like shows like, I don't know, like Cartoon Network, like uh, Dexter's Lab, and you start mm-hmm. to try to do pitches, and you start doing like, you start doing things that no one is asking you to do. Yeah. You're just there, and it's just like, it's just like, I think it's just a... a an expressive kid thing. Yeah, I used to imitate Bobby from Bobby's World yeah. like, all the time. <laughs> oh, Bobby's World. I thought you said Bobby from King of the Hill. Oh. Okay, so you were getting your Howie Mandel on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That Howie on. I don't know how Howie does that. Because I know him personally because yeah. I did a pilot with him, and he doesn't like to be touched. <laughs> That's a thing I yeah, know. Yeah, the... <laughs> I remember... He's that fist bump yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. Sh- even, even that. But uh, I remember... My dad telling me because I was I went in audition for a Howie's thing and he knows Howie personally. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he was like, "Are oh, you going in for something with a Howie? Don't touch him." <laughs> I was like, "What?" He was like, "He's like that man don't like be touched." And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> and then I remember meeting Howie and in the audition. It was one of those things where I forgot what the show was. It was like a show where he wanted us to. You know how they have bad lip reading? Yeah. On YouTube. Yeah. Or bad dubbing. He he did a pilot I think called Dub Wars. And it was like you as a person on the couch sitting around and trying to voice over dub uh, the characters that were on the screen and just make up something funny off top. Yeah. Make up the voices. Yeah. Make up the funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it was it was an interesting idea. He loves like pranks. That's like his thing. Really? Creating like prank related so shows. Does, but Howie, I guess, does a ton of voices because yeah. like, have you ever seen his old stand up? I've seen him not old, but I've seen him do stand up uh, recently in the last year or two. Oh, is that oh, you or I? Son of a gun! I didn't turn off the uh, <laughs> the uh, the freaking. Um, I got to turn my. Uh, well, I'm glad that wasn't phone me. On airplane mode. Son of a. Uh, we're getting a phone call. Actually, right? Who is that? Uh, it's uh, Bobby from Bobby's World. Hello, Bobby. Um. Hello. <laughs> I just want to call in and uh, and and ask JD a question. Oh, what's going on, Bobby? Hey, um, do you, have you seen my uncle Ted recently? I I have not seen your uncle Ted. Where where would he be? The- um, he got a job on uh, Let's Make a Deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's one of the production managers over there. He's it's the really one. Weird. He's the one who always goes. Hey, Bobo! <laughs> yeah, he gave me a lot of noogies. <laughs> oh, Bobby. All right, we lost Bobby. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if uh, that was very awkward. Um, usually the, the the phone ringing doesn't come through the speakers on yeah. the podcast, but I guess Bobby, we he probably heard. Sometimes whenever people uh, hear us talking about them out there, they end up calling into the show. So yeah. it's just one of those awkward situations that, yeah, I had to drop that call. Oh, all right. There we go. Dude, so... This is, I think this is funny. Uh, so you just did a uh, 
a, of course, like a spot on impression of your dad. Yeah. Uh, and for whatever, so for, I only found out, I literally want to say very recently. No way. That that was your dad. <laughs> That's funny. Um, That's funny. His dad's a great comedian, John yes, Witherspoon. John Witherspoon. And uh, I've always, I grew up watching your dad. Yeah. And. Uh, it was one of those things. Whenever I found out, I'm like, I am an idiot. Like, I, <laughs> like, I never. I like that though. I never. Yeah. I never showcase it. Like, no, it's, which I it's, actually appreciate. It's one of those things. I've known you for years, and I literally found out like, <laughs> like probably four months ago. Oh, that's bad. I know. That's really bad. I, like, um, I think I saw like a uh, like an Instagram post or something with or, him in it. Yeah, and I was and I was just like, I literally, you know, whenever like at the end of a movie, like they're yeah. like, it was all it was in front of me though. Yeah, time. yeah, yeah. Full circle. No, yeah, yeah. No, uh, yeah. No, my dad's a comic and whatnot. He's 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 actually one of the founding dudes of the comedy store. Like you know. He was like a he was a door OG, dude. He's an OG door dude. Yeah, yeah. He was he was one of he was at the he was at the strike and all that. Yeah, dude. Yeah, he was a part of their history. Like he, you know, the the that building was built on his back along with a bunch of other comics. Yeah, like him, Dreesen, uh, Letterman, uh, Tim Reed, I believe. Uh, you know, Mooney, Mooney Twins, Pryor, all those old school dudes. Uh, uh. Dude, dude, who's doing the doc? The doc for the what's it called? Yeah. Um, what's his name? I'm interested. Binder, to... Mike Binder. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He he works in the production office, I guess there or something like yeah, that. Yeah. I'm I, very interested to see how that turns out. Yeah. I'm. I only know because the other day I went with him, or I didn't go with him, but I had an audition. But he was like, I was like, "What are you doing today, man?" He was like, "Man, I'm taking myself to the comedy store." And I was like, "What do you mean?" <laughs> and I was like, "Why would you go there?" I remember the last time I asked him, "Do you want to roll with me to us to the clubs?" He was like, "Oh no, JD. He's like, I work so hard, so hard to never have to go back." <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> "And I was like, and I was like, okay, well, whatever, never mind." And then the other day he was like, "Yeah, I'm going over there." He's like, "They want me to interview me, do some." Some little documentary. I was. He's like, they keep calling me, so I guess I got to go. And I was like, okay. And I was like, well, if you need a ride, I'll take you. And he was like, I'll probably be there by then. But, you know, if you want to come by, come hang out. And then I I went and did an audition and then came and uh, swung by on my way back to work. And it was just him and uh, him and Binder sitting there talking about the store and Mitzi and all this stuff. And uh, they were hanging out in the, in the OR, in the original room. And uh, I, I'm looking forward to seeing it. I want to see it. I'm curious because yeah. like you did you go to the funeral I did okay yeah, I, yeah. I missed the funeral I was trying to tell him to come we sh I was like we should go but I was busy that day and he was like I ain't going to that funeral he's like <laughs> he, he he's like I ain't going to that funeral Mitch, unless Mitch is going to come up out the ground I don't, want, he's like, I don't want nothing to do but uh it was it was interesting because he he would have definitely saw you know a ton of people from his yeah. class and everything yeah but it was weird because Comics, I've been to a handful of comics funerals now, uh, unfortunately, <laughs> and um, there's always a couple comics who use it as a chance to get stage time, and it's very slimy and weird. It's really stage time, or dude, just get like revenge on the grave. No, 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 no. There's people who like they clearly they don't get up enough, and rather than just doing their thing, like talking about the person who passed away. They are trying to slide in like bits. This oh in the in, in the eulogy? Yeah, man. Oh, it's no. freaking. It's I thought you meant like they go and they're like 
<laughs> I thought you meant they go and they see like Adam or somebody and they're like, no. hey, 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 uh, hey, Adam, you know, hey, man, after, I know this after, isn't the best time <laughs> yeah, right hey, now. Hey, uh, kind of <laughs> awkward. Yeah, I know, like maybe I know another spot just look, opened because look let's, look, let's be real. You wouldn't be here for what's yeah, yeah, like yeah. an older comic who yeah. just doesn't get up anymore who wants yeah. to get back on stage. No. So, uh. I'm a paid regular. My name's on the thing. I so, saw uh, some old cats really? that were running some material that I was just like, what are what? you doing right now? Like, they're getting but the you know, light. <laughs> but you know, four, four, four dudes, or not just dudes, but any comedian, female, male, that's kind of like their coping thing, though. Unfor- I know. Unfortunately, because yeah. my dad does that. It's like, what else, what else are when, we going to do? Whenever... Point? I get real with my dad. It gets, it turns into a set. And I'm like, dude, I'm, I'll like try to get him to talk about eating healthy, stop drinking wine. And he'll be like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. You know, you're right. You're right. I need to stop drinking the grapes, them, 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 the, the juice from the earth. Oh, my goodness. It's so bad. So bad. And you know I'm gonna stop doing it as soon as I stop making all this money. <laughs> like you know, so I'm like, I'm like, this Dude, is that is. So, I mean, I know he's your dad, but that is such a good impression. Thank you, I appreciate it. that. You know, it's one of the ones that I picked up without realizing I had sure. it. But like, I remember I used it. Do you remember when they were trying to do that in Living Color reboot? Yeah. Did you audition for it? I did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Me too. I, I went to producers and mm. stuff for it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I went in and I did. I did that, and they were like. Ops, how, how do you do that one? I was like, oh, I I have personal experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, I remember uh, uh, whenever I auditioned for In Living Color, and I, you know, looking back at like the tape and stuff, I'm actually surprised that I made it, that I even got as far as I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, I remember being in front of Keenan Ivory Wayne's, mm-hmm. and uh, I was doing these different characters and stuff, and I did a character that went to the floor that was like super physical. And I'll, I don't know why I'll never forget this, but he he stood up because he was so like, what's what's happening? That's dope. Like he stood up out of his seat to see like, what is this crazy dude doing That's right dope. now? When yeah. everybody else, you know how like yeah. how chill people uh, are yeah. at auditions. Producers, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah executives. But it was like, I don't know. I didn't get a call after that, but I was just like, I don't know why. Well, that, that, that's something that stuck out. It was canceled. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you didn't get a call, not because you weren't good. Though. Did they? They did. They shot a pilot that never... I, uh, I, I know... I, I know. James Davis was writing on it. Uh, Josh Duvendeck was like the white guy. Do you know uh, him? Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, he's a funny comic. Uh, uh-huh. He's like big in the improv world. Yeah. But he, um, yeah, he used to do a lot of mics and stuff. But he uh-huh. was cast as like the white guy on the show. See, see, but it's you, crazy. But Keenan, Keenan probably wanted you because you were second coming of Car- Jim Carrey. <laughs> but then the rest of them were like. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) This isn't conventional. Yeah. Hmm. How will this play? It's a little bit too out there. How will this play in, what was that, 2010? 11, maybe? I mean, well, I'm throwing my body around this audition room on the carpet and stuff like that. What was your audition like for that show? Mine was kind of crappy. I did did a bunch of characters. But you know what it was? Um, They had, like, lost the budget on the casting director. Yep. Right? Yep. So... They lost the but by because I was later auditions mm-hmm. when they were like still looking, and that's they, when I was too. Yeah, they'd they, already been through one or two casting. I, yeah, at that I, point. I just yeah. got a call and went in, and uh, basically I went in, and there was no casting 
lady. There was just the camera lady, which she's a good friend of mine now, but she was not the nicest thing. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, I'm yeah. not gonna say her name because I work with I work with her now today. <laughs> but uh, but she was not impressed about anything. She was just like she was like, yeah, do your characters, blah blah blah. I did them, and then I was like, she like got me. She was about to be like, all right, thanks. I was like, wait, can I do impressions too? She was like, oh, you do impressions, and I was like, yes. And then I went. And like, <laughs> mind you, the the callback or the audition room and the waiting room are like right next to each other. Yeah. So I'm doing these characters and then I jump into impressions. The whole room next to me is cracking up. I can hear them through the door like they're on the tape. Like, because I went and started doing voices. I started doing impressions. I did like a Cat Williams bit. I did like a Will Smith uh, something bit. I don't know what I did. But it was like the she wasn't phased, but the waiting room was like, ha ha. Like it was, it was, wow. it, and I'm just sitting back, like, oh, well, I'm crushing for somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't even think I got a call after I saw, I saw Keenan in the, in the lobby on the way out. And I saw, I think I saw, no, it wasn't Sean. I, I just saw Keenan. And he was like, he was like, oh man, what you doing? You doing? You come in here to do this too, huh? Okay, huh? And I was like, yeah, man, book me. Like, you know, it was yeah, like yeah. that. That's all I could think of. But, um, but then, yeah, no, but uh, the lady who was who was doing the camera slash casting, because I know she was frustrated because she was doing double work and she was only meant yeah, to do the camera work. Yeah, 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 so then she they ended up like pushing her, which is funny because now she is a casting lady. Oh, well, there you go. So can't, can't, can't burn that bridge. <laughs> but yo, I remember just like her not being into it at all. But now she literally calls me for projects like all well, the time, which, you, you know, full circle. <laughs> but yeah that was fun you know what's weird uh I, I i said sometimes this happens on the show and it's crazy i'm actually seeing on my caller id that uh cat williams is actually calling into the show right now um hello uh is this mr cat williams uh yes it is bobo now wait a minute i hear this little pimp talking about he's so funny he doing this he doing voices I don't even understand it, boo-boo, but how you doing, Jeremiah? How is your day? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Um, you know, I don't know if you remember this, but uh, you actually tried to, to fight my friend Jamar Neighbors one time. Oh, Joe, Joe. Oh, wait a minute now. That, now, that little that little chocolate biscuit came after me first. I seen him in his Timberlands, sounding like Dave Chappelle, and I told myself, I got to tell this brother right off what is happening. But no, I did not mean to fight him. He was just, he was speaking to the inner demons within my beanie. Okay, uh, I gotta ask, how high are you right now? Now, wait a minute, wait a minute, boo-boo. If I was high, then I wouldn't be flying on cloud nine. I would be soaring across the skies with my toupee. I, I am very high right now. Okay, um, this is really weird. Uh, I didn't even know that you had a brother. Uh, he's actually calling in the show right now. Um, it says that Rat Williams is calling into the show right now. Hello? Hello, brothers and sisters. How are we doing today? Oh, is that you, Rat? How you doing, Rat? It's me, Rat, your brother. Yes. Hey, I just called to say, are you going to be at the next family reunion? Now you know I don't mess with our family, Rat, because my family is always trying to take my money. So no, I will not be at that family reunion. It ain't nothing but a uh, congregation of people trying to take my coin. 
Well, you still owe me $42. Rat, it seems I can't hear you, Rat. Rat, what is that? I think I'm cutting out, Rat. I think we lost Rat. I don't know what happened. I tell you, boo-boo, now that is what I'm Rat... I'm still on the line. Uh, oh, okay, Rat, I got to go. Boo-boo, bye-bye. All right, we lost Cat and Rat. <laughs> <laughs> man. Man. Brothers. As soon as money got involved, <laughs> yeah, like, the phone conversation Family, started. I you know. Can't, just you button can't, heads, man. You can't do it, man. Dude. Family, man. Money money ruins all. I know, And right? it's the only thing we're searching for. <laughs> <laughs> Is it, that's, I, I like it, right? Gotta get it. Gotta get to I, that next that, that's, that would be funnier. Or that's funnier to me when I see a, a comedian or an entertainer who's like, well, why, why do you do this? Yeah. Why else? <laughs> Gotta get paid. Like, like, no. I got into comedy for the paper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the paper trail. <laughs> um, no, my dad told me that uh, one time. Cause I, and this is probably the, the funniest, not even the funniest story, but this is just one of the the stories that he told me, I was like, Hey man, uh, he's from Detroit, Michigan. He had 11 brothers and sisters growing up. So times were tough. And, uh, I was like, dad, why did you, what, what is it that I like? I asked him when I first started doing stand up, like as an aspiring comic, cause you know, he's, he's a, he's a, he's a, you know, like a wealth of knowledge right there. Of course. Like people he's always ask me that, man. Yeah. People are always like, Oh, you must be able to get like so much information from him, this and that blah, blah, blah. I was like, no, not really. Me and my dad, we don't, not that we're not close, just he's not like, he's not, my dad's no Will Smith. He's not just going to give me the keys to all of success like Will does for Jaden, you know? Sure. You know, like Will Will Smith is very much like, I, I want my family to succeed. I want this and I want that. Like he, my dad's just like, I got to get my money. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I remember I asked him, I was like, dad, what made you want to do stand up? Uh, like what I was like, what was the defining moment that made you want to become a comic? And he was like, what? <laughs> he was like, defining moment. Uh, I was broke. <laughs> and I was like, and I was like, okay, yeah. So you I were, was broke yeah, and funny. Yeah, I was like, okay, so you're broke. He, I don't even think he thought he was funny. He really? literally just went for it. He was like in Detroit and, uh, I think he said he worked at a factory when he was younger. And then he also did modeling ads in uh cigarette magazines and like little little magazines back in detroit and he has now his baby boy's doing vape ads <laughs> right <laughs> <His> full circle it'd <laughs> no. be so funny he's like pops <laughs> guess what happened that, i'm the new face of jewel <laughs> yeah right i'm the new jewel guy yeah yeah um but no he literally was yeah he's just doing that back in detroit and then eventually he was like i guess he just sat back and said i I don't know why he pursued entertainment. I don't even have that information. But I just said, what made you want to do stand-up? And he was like, he like made me want to do it. Uh, I was broke, and I wanted money. And I was like, so you just <laughs> wanted to be a comic? He's like, well, people told me I was funny, so I just... Went to California. I just thought that was the that was where I should go. <laughs> and then I was like, so, I was like, that is such a long shot. Yeah. <laughs> like, but I was like, great, you did it. But that's I was like, that is just irresponsible. I would not recommend that to anyone. Dude, wow. Yeah, that's yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah I I I literally grew up watching him on Wayne's Brothers, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, he was genuinely one of my favorite parts of that show yeah no he, like, he's a killer oh no yeah no he's a scene stealer bro that's his thing right oh he is like something else would be going on in that show and i'm <laughs> Yo, just like he's, this dude yeah no he he and he he uh he will he will like preach that proudly he'd be like 
he'd be like, JD, they, they can't hire me because when they put me on the show, I'm too damn funny. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I'm too damn funny. And next thing you know, because uh, that literally happened for him um, in Black Jesus, that show that mm-hmm. uh, Aaron Magruder, who created the Boondocks, uh, had also created a show called Black Jesus, which I think season one and two were on Adult Swim. I'm not sure. They did a season three, but I don't know if it's coming out on Adult Swim or if they maybe got picked up by Hulu or Netflix or something. Yeah, yeah. You never know nowadays. But he was telling me that literally, because I remember I went out for that. Uh, I went out to play like uh, one of the younger guys in the crew and didn't book it. And mind you, I was like telling my dad, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going out for Aaron's new project. And I knew Aaron over the years because he had done Boondocks with my dad. And my dad was like, oh, that's nice. You're like going out for a new show with Aaron. That's great. Good for you. Have fun. And then three weeks later, uh, he was like, he like, uh, <laughs> I was like, so what do you, uh, he was like, hey, JD, how, how is that show that Aaron's creating? Because they want me to come in and want me to play a homeless man. And it's just, he said, it's just about two, three lines for one episode, but whatever. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I was like, it looks like it'd be a fun show. I was like, you know, if you, you know, have fun on the show. Cause obviously he doesn't have to audition. They just yeah, book his cause, offer. Cause he's been yeah. doing, working with that guy for however long. And then he said that they went and shot the episode and like within like minutes of them finishing the day, Aaron was like, hey, John, do you just want to like be this character and we can just write him into the show? <laughs> <laughs> and and he calls me and so my dad tells me he's like he's like hey so I guess I'm gonna be doing that show with Aaron I was like what do you mean more 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 than one episode he was like I guess I'm just a series regular now I was like I was <laughs> from like, Go Start a series like, regular I was like well congratulations man yeah not like I didn't audition and want to book something <laughs> but literally that's what happens he went in and like the original cast of that show was like not really a bunch of comics it was. The the it's like the character who's supposed to be centered around it is uh the homie Slink Johnson, yeah, tall, yeah. tall black dude. Yeah. And he's funny, but he's not really a traditional stand-up or anything. He's just like a funny dude who worked, I think, on a production back on the boondocks. He was just a funny dude in the room. And Aaron, like I think he might have been a writer on the boondocks or something like that. And Aaron wanted to and make Aaron, a show around and this then guy. Aaron, yeah. And then they used to make skits around it back when the boondocks had a YouTube channel. Because I remember watching these things, and uh, they made skits around him, and he was he was a really funny dude. But then he was like, well, let's turn those skits into a show. The show turns into that. And then after it turns into that, um, yeah, I think they realized, like, oh, we can't really do a whole show around him and a bunch of, like, not necessarily no-name actors, but, like, uh, I know that I know that Batch was on it. Uh, and this other girl who I think her name is, like, uh, Keek. Kiki something I don't know but it was a bunch of character it was a bunch of characters who didn't really make you want to tune in it was like right. they were more story driven so then out of nowhere Charlie Murphy auditions for it hilarious crushes whatever whatever character not even a character who I don't even think was supposed to be in it but then crushes it he's part of the cast my dad goes in to play a, a one episode role next thing you know they're like let's just book john because he's funny yeah and then they got Corey holcomb who's also hilarious so you have three comics who aren't supposed to be the center or focal point of the show who immediately become the, yeah. the main characters of the show that's what happens on some shows sometimes uh is the supporting cast is sometimes more interesting than the main character Way more. a lot of times yeah that happens so yeah i don't know is it intimidating for you ever uh because your dad is like like revered as like this staple in the scene is that intimidating for you as as a stand-up to try to break into some of these clubs and stuff and like the road and and all that stuff is it daunting Uh, ever mm, i wouldn't say it's daunting i would say if anything if anything it's it's kind of like a 
it's kind of like uh, you what do you what do you call that not a get out jail free card but it's kind of like a like a pass honestly if i wanted to use his name i probably could be a regular at a bunch of these places right i don't want to though because i don't think it's like not necessarily i wouldn't not that i wouldn't do it just because i'm like i don't think i'm even regular ready i'd rather like be like i'd rather people want me on the show because they want me on of the course. show but no it's not i never thought of it as daunting because i don't ever th- i never consider myself someone i never i never thought to myself oh i remind myself of my dad well you guys are yeah you're, i feel you're like we're so two different. completely different people which that that's what is hard about some of the other comics in who the scene follow, who, who try to want to be their dad well and they're stylistically literally yeah. they are their dad yeah oh no i think that's the worst thing you could ever do yeah you very much should just like that well, should be just a reference it's point. that michael jordan's son syndrome oh, where it's no. like oh your son plays basketball but you know what maybe that's why i don't have i don't want to do it my dad was no michael jordan <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. but no he's no he's definitely a legend but it's one of those things where i remember i jokingly called him a d-lister <laughs> i was like i was like i was like who do you think you are you old d-list ass dude he was like d-list <laughs> <laughs> the hell you talking about? I was like, you ain't no. I was like, you know. I was like, I was like, you're one of the best comics ever out here. But I was like, you ain't getting, you ain't in the same breath as like Eddie Murphy. No one's saying that. No one even knows you do stand up consistently. Still, he's like, shit. <laughs> he's like, well, I still get all these people on the road, so I somebody knows. So, but um, no, I mean, I think, I think the it would it's like it's not necessarily daunting as much as as much as it's just one of those things where it's like. I wa- I've watched him and I've I've opened for him before and done the road with him and hosted on shows with him and it's one of those things where I like sit back and say well I wish I I ho- I hope I can be as funny as him yeah eventually yeah I'm but I know I'm capable because I've already like done the done the some of the road gigs with him and crushed just as hard you know sure not necessary but you know he crushes for other reasons he crushes because we came to see him you know we came to see pops we came to see the dad from Friday, the whatever granddad on the boondocks. Yeah. So his jokes are like the icing on the cake. It's like, I came to just enjoy you and you're this funny. Cause he could just be like right. an older dude. He could just be telling stories yeah, or whatever. A lot be, of people get away with that on the road where yeah. they're just like, Oh, this and this. And people are just like, yeah, oh, I'm just happy to be here. Yeah. They're uh, uh, enamored. So I think it's one of those things where he has the chops to like uh, do all that stuff. And I know that I'm capable. So I think it's never been daunting because I've never wanted to follow it was never like me in its shadow i yeah. always felt and like he's and he's been supportive like of like whenever yeah. whenever you're like dad i want to do comedy yeah i think yeah he you know uh he i mean he's he how do i explain he he's very hands-off gotcha <laughs> he's a hands-off approach very type laissez-faire of like yeah you do you yeah, yeah no he's very much like i can't make you famous i'm not right. like he like he's like people always ask me like uh, growing up, like, oh man, well, it must be easy for you. Like, now that you want to be an entertainer, it must be easy. Your dad could probably just get you roles. I'm like, what roles are my dad getting that could transfer over to me? Right. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna be able to fill that slot. Yeah, you no, know? I'm not doing. I'm not pushing the yeah, the yeah. sixty to eighty market in my <laughs> in my material. But like, I do. Like, I will be realistic and be like, well, if he does a show and maybe he sees a character that's in my age range, he could tell producers. Yeah. But he doesn't do that either. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's just a dad. He doesn't, you know. And, like, I kind of respect him for that because, like, it teaches me to not want to, like, 
leech off of him or anybody else. You sure. just got to make your own lane. Well, it makes it makes you work harder as a performer and yeah. and like yeah, appreciate like oh, this is like yeah, this is because you get way more validation. I would not feel well. That's why I appreciate yeah. you have never. That, that's what's crazy, man. Is I've known you for years and you never brought that up, and I didn't. I didn't know about it. I only mention it if someone says, "What do your parents do?" Right, and then I awkwardly <laughs> yeah, you're like, well, imagine you imagine you ask me that, and I'm like. Come here. And I walk you to yeah. the front of the store and show you pictures because <laughs> he's in there. Yeah. And that shit is that's it's cool. I like it. I think it's I think it's very cool. And I, uh, you know, I'm proud. I'm proud of him for it. Um, but it's one of those things where like, yeah, the only time I've the only time that conversation gets awkward is if someone who you can see like like is like a like a secretive leech <laughs> like uh, yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. the only time it's awkward or if like in back in high school or in college i had friends who would introduce me like that because they thought it was impressive i was like don't do that people yeah, be, that's weird yeah people will not they you, wouldn't they they would like use it for them to pick up chicks of course <laughs> oh you know this do you know his dad yeah. is an entertainer i was like i was <laughs> See like you later, but, JD. but mind you mind you i'm like i don't think you guys realize who my dad is <laughs> like yes he's done work but it's like he has a very not necessarily niche market like a lot of people know him but in this day and age like you would have to like be someone who was in that era to show your like younger like you know generation who he was mm -hmm. or he'd have to be on some new stuff yeah uh also it's just one of those things where i'm like hey you're not pitching like lebron james to him you know that right you're pitching like <laughs> you're pitching like uh as a bonus <laughs> like some of your you know you're pitching like like someone on the team who's seasoned yeah, but isn't like the star. <laughs> I'd like to think that that friend of yours who, who is doing that, like, yeah. it, like he, it starts getting, he starts getting like real desperate to get girls, <laughs> <laughs> and he starts like finding like really, really obscure <laughs> things. To, like, hey, yeah. uh, this is my friend right here. Yeah. He is the cousin of the <laughs> caterer who did the movie Mouse Hunt. You right, and I'm not, and I'm not even using it. I'm not trying to crap on my dad. He has a, like an amazing legacy because a lot of people, I'm sure, if they listen or watch this, they would say, "You're crazy, dude. Your dad's famous as yeah. f." Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yes, he, he's, he, he definitely. There was a definitely a point in his career where he like, you know, we go to malls. He couldn't like he couldn't walk around. Because is that weird to see as 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 a kid or young? Like as a, a kid, young, it's just frustrating because you want to go to the mall. <laughs> you just want to hang it's out not, with your dad. Yeah, like I mean, like, I, and they're asking for pictures or whatever. I never felt. Uh, I mean, no, like I think it was one of those things where I would. I my thing is, my dad's went through that already, right? That whole era of like, oh, I can't, I can't, I can't go in public. If I go in public, people going to try talk, stalk me. This, that, blah, blah, blah. He he. But the funny thing is, he tries to do it now, <laughs> and I'm like. Yes, you would be stopped if you were just out and about. But I was like, dude, put on some glasses, put on a hat. Y like um, the only the purest of fans are going to stop right. you. I was like, I was like, oh, it's it's been 20 years since then. We can walk around the mall now. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, don't worry, dude. Uh, these kids at Forever 21 are going to stop you and be like, oh, were you in Friday after hey, next? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. these kids who were born when Friday after next came <laughs> right. out. Like, so I remember the one of the first times I saw where I, where I looked at fame as like a very like a weird thing. It was the first time I felt like oh this is like really weird. Was I saw it uh, firsthand whenever I, I was doing Bonnaroo with uh, the goddamn Comedy Jam with Josh Adam Myers and that whole crew. Mm -hmm. uh, we were hanging with Adam Devine and there was literally this section in Bonnaroo that we could cut through. 
and we're like, oh yeah, let's just cut through and like we'll get over there to the venue. Um, and he goes, Adam Vine goes, honestly, like it's it'll be faster if we walk all the way around. We're like, what? Mm-hmm. He goes, I'll get stopped too many times. He's yeah. like, if, if I like, I he goes, I I don't turn. I usually don't turn people down for pictures and like. Yeah, we'll be usually, here for an extra thirty. Yeah, minutes. we'll be here like an extra thirty minutes just trying to go through. And we're, I was like, oh man, that's crazy. Yeah, and he's got a very like like recognizable face. Like, yeah, and he's recognizable look. And he was a he was an improv guy, wasn't he? Wasn't he? A he door, worked at the improv. A door yeah. dude at the improv. Door guy at the improv. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah. I love hearing stories. I love like that. that. That's so dope. I mean, it's dude. It's just more you know inspiring for all of us. It's I like, mean, that's amazing. Yeah, like you know. It, it, I think they sold workaholics like while he was like a door guy there or Amazing. something like that. And that show's hilarious. I, I watched it all the way through. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I know what you mean. Cause like, I think it's one of those things when it's your like parent who is, or someone, you know, personally, like in your family, who's like well-known or famous. Cause to me, that's different. Cause like, you're looking at them as like an elder and a mentor. You just kind of see like that whole fame thing that side, yeah. as a part is there as it's just a part of their job. So I didn't really look at it uh, at all in a big way, but I remember, I remember uh, being out with some like internet friends who are like real big. Yeah, I remember one time we were out and we were hanging out and we were just I think I don't know where I think we were at the Grove. Mm-hmm. And when we were at the Grove, literally we were getting stopped every few minutes because because oh, wow. like one or two of them was like I don't know like a ten ten or eight million followers on it was either Instagram or Vine or something yeah, like yeah. that. And I was sitting back like, dang, I didn't really, I didn't really contemplate just hanging out and spending time sure. with me like this. Or I've had times where like I've been recognized and I'm, I'm usually ecstatic. I'm like, what? You know me? That's cool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like I, like hey, I, can you send me a copy? Like yo, I no. See, <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, the yeah. worst. I'm one of the guys where I'm like. Well, maybe I should take a picture. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Because they're like, "Can we get a pic?" And I'm like, "Can I get a pic?" Because <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I want to. Like, I. <laughs> so that's how you know I haven't hit fame, fame, where I haven't just brushed it off. Like, no, 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 no. it I, happens all the time. Yeah, yeah. But no, I genuinely am excited when people know my name or just like say hi to me. Because I remember one kid, I was in Burbank going to the movies uh, with my friends. And I think we're going to go, I don't know what we're going to go see. It doesn't matter. But this kid, like we're walking past these cars, this kid gets out of the car and like, he sees me and he's like, JD. And I'm like, random kid. Like, I didn't know who he was. Yeah, and yeah. He, he just walked up to me and he was like, dude, I watch your stuff, bro. Like he's like, he knew my like internet videos and all this jazz and, uh, had seen me do other things. And I was like, Oh, dope. Like, like, you know, let's take a picture this and that. And like the moment that happens with my personal friends who like don't aren't in entertainment at all. Yeah. It's super funny. Cause they just start whispering. They're like, JD's so famous. Oh, yeah, yeah. JD's funny so famous. Yeah, yeah. Look how famous he is. <laughs> and it's funny, but it's just like, I don't see it as like, I just see it as like, Oh, these are just people who enjoy what I do. I, sure. don't, I don't really see it as fame. Like if I was like, you know, if I was like on another stratosphere and, wasn't so personal with the type of stuff that I did. Like, like how in the older, like old days, like movies, TV, you, you never imagined you really could connect with these people. I heard there's a, uh, a Christmas movie coming out this year, actually, that, uh, is starring Denzel Washington and Jason Statham. Okay. And the premise behind the movie is they have a shopping list of items to get for their family. Mm. And they're trying to get in and out of the mall without being recognized and stopped by people. The worst. Yeah. Uh, and the trailer actually just dropped recently. Um, I don't know if, uh, 
Maybe we could, I mean, the, I don't have the audio feed coming in, but maybe we could do it. We could, like, if if, if we want to, like, maybe do our interpretation sure. <laughs> of that. I'm down. Okay. Uh, okay. Let's see here. Oh, yeah. Okay. The, the, yeah, the Mr. Movie voice is coming on right now. It's Christmas. Okay. Wow. This, this is exciting. It looks good. Yeah. Denzel. Yeah. Okay. He's coming out of the car. This is good. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, Statham is coming out on the other side of the SUV. There, it's a buddy. It's a buddy. It's a movie? buddy movie. This is wild. Uh oh. Oh. Hey Denzel. Uh, hey, <laughs> hey, we gotta, we gotta get this this yeah. shopping list for our family. Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Huh? Okay. All right. Look, I've got um. What do you got uh, on your list? I, I see. I've got a. Make sure you check it twice. I'm gonna. Okay. All right. I see that we got a. Oh, oh, we gotta get a basketball. Huh? I gotta get a lacrosse stick. A lacrosse stick. Okay. All right. I gotta teach my daughter self-defense. Okay. Now look, we got all the throat of a criminal. We got oldie but a goodie. I see. We got three Furbies on this list, huh? Where are we gonna find damn Furbies? They haven't been released since 2001. We gotta go. We gotta go to a vintage shop and we gotta make sure that we can find all the Furbies. I need to get one in the color pink, specifically. (laughs) That's 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 what we gotta do. Where did you where did you go just now? I just went <laughs> I, I just, saw you ponder for a moment. You know, you went I, somewhere. You know, I was thinking uh, um I was thinking um uh, maybe maybe eBay. Maybe Groupon would have some Furbies, but I, I eBay uh, can't deliver in twelve hours. You're right. We gotta do this stat. We gotta make this job clean. That's right. We hey. What do you recommend? Alright. We need to do it in and we need to do it out. Put your leather gloves on. Put your ski masks on. People can recognize us, all right? It's got to be in and out. We're going to be stuffed for photos at any any mark. Any mark. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. here comes the pops. Paparazzi. Okay. (laughs) Look away. Look away. I can't look away. Let's kill him. All right. Let's do it. Okay. All right, my man. <laughs> you're, a, you're a lot slower than I remember from the equalizer. Denzel, why are you so out of breath right now? I, well, you know, I'm out of breath because I've been working on these films, doing the exact same roles for the last 24 years, and I don't, I don't know if I can do this anymore. You know. Is it starting to get to you, Denzel? It's starting. It's starting. You know, it's been trying to get to me ever since I was making. Uh, you know, you know, we almost made a training day too. But we didn't make that one because it was just, it was just too much King Kongs in this Pelican Bay. You, you didn't like becoming a meme, did ya? No, I didn't like it. That meme culture has changed your life, hasn't it? You know, that meme culture, it just just puts you in a place. I can't, I can't let my face turn into Michael Jordan, crying meme, huh? Because when he cries, it makes me sad. They Michael Jordan in my face after one of the Fast and Furiouses, and it was infuriating to me, actually. Hey, you know, speaking of a good movie, I like your Fast and Furious. You, you think, do. You think maybe I could get a, I could get a, maybe a guest spot, guest role? I mean, if you want to help steal a car or something, yeah. Oh, I mean, I, you know, I'm, I'm very good under the hood. You could be the, the good cop that goes bad, kind of like Training Day. I, I, yeah, I think that might be, that might be good for me. Okay, all right, my man. Huh? That's a deal. <laughs> oh wait, so okay, this is where the trailer gets a little like funky. Like we're watching it. That was kind of a long trailer, yeah. also. But like they started pitching ideas for another movie within oh. that trailer. Oh my good. Okay. Huh. That was that was kind of strange. Yeah, they were doing a lot. They were doing a lot. Yeah. Oh no. There's a <laughs> there's there's audio commentary by Michael Caine. 
Oh my! Is this goodness. a DVD? This is a DVD. This plane. This isn't a trailer. This. What is, did I put in? You. I don't know. The, <laughs> there's no buttons either to push. It's just. It just plays. <laughs> it just plays. I don't know what's going it's on. It's just Michael Caine sad about the fact that he didn't get a role in this film. He's yeah. just. He's just. He's working crafty on this film. Wow. And yeah. you know what's so weird? I didn't know that Michael Caine had a brother, dude. Uh oh. They're both on screen venting about how they're not involved in this movie and the other Christmas movies that they should be in. Yeah, definitely. Oh man. Look let's, at let's see what that looks like. Look oh. at him go. Huh. Uh, right. Shady Biggies. I just wish that they would cash me and more than one movie at a time. I've only done Batman in the last 12 years. It's terrible. Listen, this is not the career path that I thought that I needed. Uh, no, oh. Listen, we've got to get back on our horse. And we've got to get back up there. Because there's so many people out there that don't even realise what we have under our belts. Under it's, it's so many people. I don't understand. I had to open a damn cane store. Yeah. Michael Caine's House of Canes. Michael Caine's House of Canes. Michael Caine's House of Canes. House of Canes. How, how did they even come to put Denzel and Jason Statham in a movie together when you know? We could easily play the father. We could easily play the father. It's like Jason yeah. Statham. How have I not played your father in one movie? Yes. You, we, you both have accents. It's like, I don't care if we're from different parts of the UK. Yeah. People in America are bloody stupid. Bloody stupid. They have no idea they what have. parts of Europe are which. So I could easily be Jason Statham's father. Easily. And if I wanted to, I could... I'll I could be I could be Denzel's stepdaddy. D- don't cry, you're gonna make me I, cry. I could be Denzel. <laughs> you're gonna make me cry you know, right now. It's cause I failed you. I failed you. I, my career is supposed to be booming. And out the roof. But right now. Right now. It's not. Not at all. You know what? I was friends with Morgan Freeman for the longest time. And then he got in trouble. And now I'm the last old man standing the last one the last one the last it's one. actually the movie pitch is what i'm going to be called it's going to be called the, the it's going to be one. called the last one it's a good movie the, the last one is actually a good title for a I movie to, it's just me and none of my old friends are around me it's me spreading their ashes going on a buddy it, movie it's just you it's, at a cards table with no one to play just feeling them out to everyone here. It's me playing Scrabble by myself. It's me at a nursing home just rocking away. Just, just me. Just. And I'll tell you. Counting the steps on a Monopoly board. Just so sad. The saddest thing about cards is the dealer always wins. But when there's no dealer, you don't win either. You don't win anything. You don't win anything. You just deal with it. With your emotions. Another wow. very, very... Uh, coming this summer. Come- whoa, whoa. Whoa, that was good. <laughs> wow, I, I thought wa- it was a DVD, but whenever it said coming this summer, that really that, wrapped it up. So it was, man, the commentary was its own film. I guess so. Man. Did we just watch a short film? I think we watched about three. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> we did uh you you know uh uh my buddy Alex uh Negrete. Mm-hmm. Um uh we did uh you and I've done some animated voiceover oh, for yeah. those anime. We uh, did we did both work on anime those. rap battles. Like, yeah, like we worked on ago. those but we never saw each other working on no, them. No, like we I were, were doing them from home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, dude, you did like uh, Kanye. I did yeah. Michael Caine. I did uh, Keanu Reeves and yeah, one. I did. I did. Con- I did Kanye and I did the Old Spice. I didn't. Did I do Old Spice? <laughs> Ladies, look at your man. Now back to me. Now back to your man. Now back to me. That was. <laughs> I used to love. I used to love doing those. Nice. Uh, I remember. I did, yeah. I think. I don't know if I did the Old Spice guy or if I did the Terry Crews version. The the. Bow, 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 whatever he was doing in the commercials. Yeah. Like, we're not getting any audio. Terry it's, likes to yell. It's just, it's just chest flexing. Yeah. <laughs> it's just his entire impression. It's just. Yeah. Dude, Terry Crews, what a great, what a great uh, career. Oh, dude. Yeah, he's dope. Yeah. He's lit. He's literally like the epitome of just like, just. Dude, he started popping up. He he's one of those guys. You talk about a scene stealer. Holy oh, shit. Yeah, he's a, oh, he yeah. had the smallest thing. Do you remember like in I think The Longest Yard was one of the first films. Burger dude. Yeah, yep. cheeseburger Eddie or whatever. Yep. Like, dude, him having cheeseburgers and then he would just be flexing his pecs and yeah, stuff. Yeah, you gotta watch um I forgot what it was. I don't know if it was GQ or some I think it was GQ's YouTube channel. They have like a like a 20 questions thing with actors, and they were asking him like his biggest like him just him talking about his career and like what what moments defined him and he said he said like the longest yard uh being he would because you know he was just security on training day that's how he got in training day Mm. because he was just in there and they were like you know he was just like you know you got to work for free sometimes they would just call the he said i think fuqua antoine fuqua directed that and he was said just you know if you keep coming back this and that man i might i got a job for you just hang out you can be security and i'll put you in scenes and he was like he said he was like uh, wanting to be an actor at that point, so just next thing you know, he's like in the movie because he he was in that King Kong ain't got it on me scene. He was in it, like he was he was in the background, fuzzy foreground, whatever. Right, but he was there. Like I was like Terry Crews. Like yeah. now, now that you know who he is, oh, it's so bizarre. And now he's hilarious on everything he does. Yep. Brooklyn Nine Nine is hilarious yeah. because of him. He's great on that. Oh no, he's awesome. Yeah, no, he's a and he and he stole the movie and White Chicks the. Oh, dude, that whole character, him dude. being so into <laughs> Negro, please. <laughs> <laughs> that was <laughs> so funny. No, he's great. Uh, dude, you're a uh, you're a big gamer too. I do. I game. You I game. Do. And I do. You, you, you like you host like game gaming shows, and you do like is it Twitch that you that you do a lot, or you uh, do? I'm I'm originally a YouTube guy. You're a YouTube guy, and gotcha. I originally I originally started on YouTube posting sketches videos i think it was one of those things where when i started knowing i wanted to be an actor uh i just out of nowhere was like well i'm not booking anything so maybe i can make my own stuff and i started making skits and uh skits eventually became kind of hard to produce on my own once a week because that's what i was trying to do was trying to do like a sketch a week so i was doing back in the day too yeah and i was my thing was like i went to like or not i started watching some other content creators who were using really like high-end cameras and I was like, I want mine to look like that because they look like short TV scenes. Yeah. So I started investing in cameras and learning about lighting and film equipment and editing software. And then I went to film school for a short amount of time. And then I remember I got an F on some sort of like some sort of like stupid like uh, it was like script theory 
class. I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. And I just left. Cause I was like, I know I don't need it to be in the industry. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, no, I started doing that and learning how to film and all this stuff and shoot my own stuff. And then after sketches kind of like fell by the wayside, I was like, well, what else do I like to do that? I know I'm going to do all the time and just do it for free anyway. And I was like, Oh, I like playing video games. I was like, I'll be playing Pokemon probably till I'm 80. Yeah. So I was like, well, maybe I should film it. And the main reason I wanted to film it, cause I always had friends who would lie about when they won in certain games. Uh, and I was like, Oh dude, we're going to have receipts, bro. We're going to have yeah. the freaking tapes. No Here's way. The freaking proof. Yeah, I'm gonna, bro. yeah. Like if people are like, Oh no, I whooped you that one time. I'll be like, pull it up, pull it up, Google it, put it up on YouTube. The footage of me whoop waxing that ass. So yeah, that was that was it now i do it pretty i do it consistently now and i've been doing it for like oh my goodness like three or four years maybe five i don't know when i started my gaming channel it was like 2013 maybe that maybe that's six that's six years gotta count (laughs) but yeah so i do that i stream on twitch too twitch is like to me the better streaming website but i like create and film gaming videos for youtube and then Mm -hmm. stream on twitch gotcha yeah and you're big Smash Brothers guy, right? Oh, that's my game, man. Yeah. yeah. That's my game. Yeah. Like, if anyone says they play it, I'm like, sure you do. <laughs> like, because because I have friends who do that. You have friends who are like, oh, Street Fighter? Man, I'm, I'm nice at Street Fighter. Yeah. I'm like, who do you play? And then there'll be like, oh, I'm Ryu, Ken, Blanca, that, that B button where the electricity. I'm like... <laughs> I'm like, you don't play You're this like, game, bro. Shut up, I'm man. like, I'm like, we should play sometime. And then I'll wash them. And they're like, oh, you cheat, though. All you do is all you do is combos. <laughs> I'm like, yes, I'm washing you, dude. But yeah, no, Smash Brothers is like day one. That's like, that's what I want to say. It's my favorite game. Yeah, that between that and Halo, those are the two most impactful games I've ever played. OK, yeah. Halo are there in video yeah. game history. Those are your two. Those are my two impacted you the most. Yeah. Yeah. The most hours spent, like I'm thinking hundreds of thousands of hours spent. For me, I'm going to say Goldeneye. Yeah. Is got to be up there yeah. for sure because dude, the amount That's like the first person the first first person shooter. Yeah. Like there were yeah. other games that were Doom and other stuff and uh what That was like the one that Duke was Nukem. like, oh, this actually like looks really good and it plays and the story. And there's so many features and everything too. Yeah. The multiplayer? Oh. Don't don't even Don't be screen looking. <laughs> screen checking. <laughs> don't e- yo, don't even My brother gets so pissed at me. Dude, like, you're screen looking. We I remember when when uh Halo was real big cuz I got a lot of friends into it. We did LAN parties so we didn't have to use each other's screens. Like yep. we would we would do like four consoles in th- four different rooms. Yep. And be like, you know, that was like that was like the beginning of online multiplayer for us. Sure. So separating them. Yeah. Dude, th- there used to be like the cards. So I'd see pictures of like people putting cardboard or like yeah. like, like yeah, little, little like vi- kind of like yeah, kind of yeah. like a like what, separators. Yeah, kind of like when you were in school and they had those dividers. Yeah. Oh yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. Man. But no, you don't want to know. Goldeneye, Proximity Mines, it's a wrap. I loved, oh, I loved just. I love rockets, too. I love just putting them all in the bathroom and leaving. <laughs> just, hey, man, you should go to the bathroom. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So funny, dude. <laughs> I, yeah, I learned how to play that on piano just because of that game and also because of the movies. Nice. But uh, I, I don't think I could do it right now because I have no idea what the notes Who's are. Who's your favorite James Bond? My favorite. Sean Timothy, a, Timothy Dalton, perhaps. Uh, I'm a Sean Cutter. No, I'm Sean a I'm Cotter. a Piers Morgan. Uh, uh, Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Morgan. Same guy. <laughs> Pierce Morgan. <laughs> 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 
Piers Morgan. Reporting. No, I will not have sex Piers, with you Piers before Bra- marriage. No, absolutely not. Piers, Bra- Piers how you say Brosnan Mor- or Brosnan with an M, right? Brosnan. Uh, Brosnan. Or with an N? With an N, I think. Piers, okay. Piers Morgan. Piers. Dude, I can't. <laughs> Piers Morgan now is a double seven. Yeah. yeah, it's just like. Piers Morgan. Like, Piers Morgan. Hi. Q, I have something to report. <laughs> Come in, come in, 007 here. Then the woman wanted to have sex with me. Can you believe it? I said, no, absolutely not. I will not have sex with you. Oh my goodness. Um, Yeah, no, Piers, Piers to me is- Piers Morgan, 007. I like my martini, shaken. I don't know like it's stirred. No stirred. No stirred. I find it too jarring, actually. It's jarring. It's too much. Little, 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 get me clamped on teeth. My teeth start to chitter and chatter. My teeth start to hurt a little. They're very sensitive. They start to chatter in the back. Not a lot. That's more. Um, No, but Piers, Piers Brosnan. Now he, because to me, it's one of those things where whenever, whenever characters are like idolized in like a, maybe like art like like posters you know mm-hmm. or even animated form to me he looks like what 007 supposed to look like like right. daniel craig doesn't look like him daniel yeah. craig He's is like just, a more a rougher daniel kinda. craig is just a guy who is the new agent that's yeah. how i see it and he's great i loved all his movies i think casino royale was dope i remember i, I think those i think are probably some of the best 007 movies. Yeah, definitely. But Pierce Brosnan, I agree with you, probably encapsulates... He encapsulates what... Or even... I'm Kind of like with some of the Batman movies. And mind you, Pierce Brosnan could have been a great Batman in the sense of looking like Bruce Wayne. Yeah. That's all I'm getting at. Yeah. Not that he could have played him in a great way, but if you think of what Bruce Wayne looked like from like animated series to this and that, Pierce Brosnan looked exactly like Bruce Wayne. Yeah, I would say... He's a little old now. Probably, if going off of look... Val Kilmer probably looked the most like a Batman, yeah. Bruce Wayne. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh-huh. Even though Christian Bale, like, Bale, he, can, he pulls out, he's the, he's my favorite. Yeah, but Bale never sold it for me. He was, I don't know what it was. It, actually, I, Michael Keaton's my favorite Batman. I like, and I probably get flagged for this, I'm a, I like Clooney. <laughs> I like, I, I hey like, man, I like Clooney. Those movies are fun. I like Regar- Regardless of they were great. people crapping on it, like those movies are really they just were fun. fun. They're the most comic booky out of all of Jim them. Jim Carrey Riddler? Dude. I mean, if that's not perfect casting, I know. what do you mean? I know. <laughs> you can't, there's it's no going so back good. on that one. It's so good. But, um... Yeah, no, I, I, you know, I'm, but, but to me, I like all the, all the animated stuff even more anyway. Yeah. DC, DC never, they never grasped me with the the films, the live action. That's why they're struggling now. Like, it's just, it's like they're trying too hard and Marvel got ahead of them with Way Iron of Man. And, you know, and mind you, I, you know what it was? The worst part is DC was using A-list superheroes. All these characters that all these kids love nowadays, these are B and C list heroes who are your favorite characters now. I know. Iron Man was garbage as a kid. <laughs> he was he was like nobody I'm, cared. He was nobody like, cared about him no. or the Hulk or whatever. He was in like my opinion, he was literally like I'm a little teapot turned into a superhero. That's yeah. that's exactly what, like. And mind you, when I was watching the cartoon as a kid, War Machine was the cool one. War Machine had all the guns. Iron Man looked like, yeah, no. He's like all scrawny compared. No, Thor, Captain. Like, it's like you knew these characters, but yeah. you never cared. To they just get- made cameos. No. I, I grew up watching Spider-Man, Spider-Man and Batman. Was, Spider-Man was number and one. X-Men. Yeah. 
Mine, and mm-hmm. out of the out of those superhero when it came, shows. Yeah, when you were a kid and you grew up on superhero stuff, if if Spider Man, Wolverine, and maybe the Fantastic Four weren't in your like top five, it was like, what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like X Men were technically the Avengers of my childhood. Oh, absolutely. Like, no, like, because we didn't we didn't really have many Avengers type shows growing no, up. No, we didn't. No. no. And they've got them now, but like Wolverine, Gambit, Rogue, Storm, Cyclops. Dude, I'm pissed that they still haven't made Gambit properly. Like yeah. in all the X-Men movies, uh, they can't do it, Monstery. They can't do it. Whatever they did, they always oh, butcher it. It was so bad. Dude, they, I just uh, dude, you know what? Dude, Theo Vaughn should do a Gambit <laughs> sketch. <laughs> Theo Vaughn should do a gambit sketch. Man. I, I man. do. I do. Hey, bro. Seriously, I, sometimes I got you, a staff, bro. Sometimes you just got to throw them cards in the deck, bro. Hey, man. Sometimes I got explosive cards, bro. And you know, when when I be eating the hot chili, my eyes get red. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I take a hot dookie. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gambit as a mullet. What's up, bro? Dude, what's up, bro? <laughs> that, no, that would be hilarious. But Dude. yeah, no, they've never... they. I don't know. Creative differences or something. I don't know what it is. They, they did Wolverine right, in my opinion. Yeah. Lo- what's Dude, his name? That, that final Logan movie was, was so freaking dope. It was good. Yeah. And what's his name kills that character? Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Hugh Jackman is. I mean, Dude. if you go back and watch like the first one, maybe it's a little cringe, but like as he progressed, you realize like, oh, he's like the man as one, that. One of my career highlights, and this is how silly comedy can be sometimes. Hugh Jackman came up to Roast Battle oh, one no. night to guest judge. Oh. He freaking guest judged. And I did this thing where I ran to the kitchen. I was looking for supplies. I grabbed straws <laughs> out of the kitchen. And I did this thing after a joke killed. I ran up and I just like had the straws and I just like did this and I like was screaming. And he was like, Oh, that's he great. was like loving it. I'm and I was glad. like, This is amazing. <laughs> I gotta do this like literally five feet. Like the belly room is so yeah, small. Yeah, so tiny. Yeah. You're within dude. like, yeah, no. He's right behind you if yeah. you're sitting in the wave area. Yeah, that was that's one of my favorite that's so silly sick. things in comedy. This is like, what? What yeah. are you talking about? No, that's so funny. I love that. <laughs> yeah, but no, that's definitely how that's how those superheroes went. <sighs> you know? <laughs> just reminiscing. That, that's, that's like a reminiscing breath that's, that just, that's, had, just like two, two old ladies like yeah. sitting on a porch like ah them were the good old days that was it anyway that was it so let's get into this final segment sax talk oh so I prepped JD before the show started that uh, basically how sax talk works is I'm going to play some sweet, sweet saxophone while he shares a story of a sexual encounter. So whenever you are ready, my friend, I will follow you with this I'm sax. trying to think of a good one off the top that I, I had one from earlier, but I'm trying to think of. I got one. I got one. Yeah? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> whenever you're ready. All right. Here we go. Sax talk? Is that what you call it? Sax talk. All right, y'all. So this was, I wonder, when was this? This was when I was a wee lad back in high school, <laughs> college maybe. End years of my, of my high school days, a young strapping 18, both me and the girl, consensual. But of course, it was a it was a girl that I knew, and we uh, were spending time with each other. 
and we went to the movies. I remember this very vividly because I didn't, I didn't have a car to take us to the movies, but she did, and she took us down the street to the to the movie theater. And when we went there, uh, she she let me drive her car. That was the cool part. It was like a a Rav Four or something. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing you know the whole night we had been you know uh, flirting teasing each other thinking that maybe something might happen or maybe i you know you know this is what i, I had in my head and we see the movie we come back to uh, my place which was my parents place <laughs> and i no one was home at this point. We were, you know, they, I think my parents were out or out of town or something. I'm not sure. I was old enough to bring girls over. But when I took her to the spot in the home, I was, you know, I was, I put the moves on her. I started kiss, kissing the neck, you know, doing all the thingy things, licking the, the ears, whatever it is. All the aphrodisiacs. And then there was a point where I know we were laying down and I think I reached over to my wallet and you little freaks nowadays, all you have to do is swipe right to get inside. But it was a little difficult back then. We had we had our condominiums. Uh, guys had them in the wallets just in case something popped off. <laughs> <laughs> you would hope that it, it wasn't expired you would sit back and think oh man i hope this hasn't been here long enough <laughs> but yeah so then i reached over and you know i'm kissing her ear and I, I i don't know what happened but i just remember reaching over grabbing the condom out of the wallet and as that happened she was, you know, she was still, we were still into it. We were kissing each other, this and that. Um, and this is getting a little R-rated. I remember that at this point, her pants were down. <laughs> Not completely all the way off, but down. I'm an adult. We can talk about this. <laughs> and I'm sitting back thinking, oh, okay, well, you know, she let me take her pants off. I'm going to you know, slide, scudgy, you know, snuggy, uh, snuggy mine down a little bit in a second. And then I reached over, grabbed the condom, and pulled it within her eye line. And she was not into it. <laughs> she, <laughs> so this isn't the best sexual story. <laughs> but she saw it, and literally, these are her, these are her words as she's laying there uh, looking up at me. She sees it out of her peripherals. She sees my hand grabbing it, and she looks back at me and looks at it. And she was like, oh, hell no. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what? What what about this situation makes you think we weren't about to hopefully, you know, have relations? And she I think now looking back or even when I when it was over, I was like, oh, I think she just wanted some head because <laughs> that's. So basically, she was the dude in the situation. <laughs> And I was like, wait, you trying to get some dome, girl? This ain't what I thought was going to happen. And yeah, we like had a. I remember I remember the panties coming. 
coming right up swiftly at that point. She was like, <laughs> and we kissed a little bit after and she was like, all right, well, the, tonight was fun. And I was like, no, <laughs> it wasn't. And, uh, you know, I shimmed, I, 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 I took that condominium and shimmied it right back into my wallet. And then I walked her outside and I think at that young age, I immediately said goodbye to her and called a different girl and said, what are you doing tonight? <laughs> so, yes, everyone, the, mor the moral to that story is the balls were blue. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. I was very much the I was very much like a gentleman. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know. And some ladies just be wanting head sometimes. I mean, I guess that I think that's what she wanted because her pants were down. Mine hadn't gotten off yet. And I know. She, you know what it was? I, I think I should have taken a hint when I was kissing her neck and she subtle, she subtly but firmly jammed my head down. <laughs> so I don't think she did. <laughs> she, I think I kissed like her, like, you know, like her stomach and her yeah, lower, yeah, yeah. like her, her belly or whatever. And like maybe, maybe that those inner twang twangs or whatever you call those all of a sudden you feel oh, a, the a, a belt like looped around your neck and she buckles it behind her yeah. back <laughs> we're strapped in kid here we go here we go are we going skydiving no, no. muff diving, muff diving. <laughs> <laughs> carpet munching but yeah man <laughs> what a funny talk show anyway carpet munching so back to you guys i just remember i only said that because i rem you remember the episode where they brought up that on uh south park no and you don't remember the episode where they were talking about lesbians and stan and all of them learned about lesbians are like mom I'm, oh yeah, yeah. i want to be a lesbian yeah yeah <laughs> i used to do that when i was a kid I, I don't have that vocal range anymore but that was it you had to just it uh -huh. out but um I remember watching. <laughs> oh my God! You killed Kenny! <laughs> yeah. You bastards! Um, but no, I remember my my mom walking in on me and my friends watching that episode. Yeah, and mind you, this is before she knew like South Park was risque. Sure. So and she's like, "Oh, it's a sweet cartoon." No. So she heard carpet munching, knew what it was, and I was like, oh. "We were all laughing. We're just like." <laughs> Carpet munching. Yeah. Nine-year-olds. Yeah, you don't know. You have no idea. You just like innately, <laughs> right. as a kid, you're like, this is supposed to be yeah. funny, and I'm going to laugh at but this. But mind you, they weren't even, they were literally munching on carpet, like literal carpet oh, in yeah, the yeah. show. Yeah. So it was like something she was like, she heard it, but she didn't get it because she's like, the show's not showing them like muff diving. <laughs> so... But I remember at that point I could not watch South Park anymore. Yeah, I wasn't <laughs> allowed to watch that shit. I literally at that point she like <laughs> she cut off all communication, and I had friends who still watched it. So when I went to their houses, she would have to tell their moms, "Do not let him watch South Park." Wow. And I remember the South Park video game came out on Nintendo sixty four, and it was a it was a great game. It was like four player multiplayer where you could use laser beams to turn characters into Mister Hanky. I remember that was a thing. Like you were like <laughs> shooting them, and they were hi. He, he he was like a weapon or something and i remember i remember my my friend had it he would he, i was like dude you invited me over this weekend to play to hang out and he like didn't want to listen to my mom's rule he was like well i'm gonna play it you can hang out in the other room and listen <laughs> I was, so i would like be in the other room and his mom would be like jd don't go in there while they play that game what? and like i would peek around the corner and just see it was just a, it was nothing but like a freaking 
it was nothing but like a four player uh yeah. or, or like a, it was like it was like golden eye for south park of course and i was not told i was told i could not hang wow. out so I, then we would like but then they would be like all right we're gonna take a picture from this game hey you guys want to go skate and we go skate in the in the front yard and like try to do kickflips and stuff and i'd be like so how was the game <laughs> like, yeah, tell, yeah, me, about yeah, it, tell guys. me about it how was it's like it porn video yeah, games yeah. for you You're like, so what was it like so what was it was That's it good cool, man. they were like so good yeah you have no idea Dude, what you're this, about to experience yeah, jd they were like we're gonna go back after this no i don't no, want to no, be included come on Let's work on our tray flips. Dude. Oh, my goodness. I can never land a tray flip. I could do it, but I can never land it. Yeah. yeah. I, broke my, I broke my arm literally oh. last year skateboarding. Oh, yeah. So. Well, you were... Yeah. you. I, that's not fun. <sighs> nope. Nope. I put bruised, a damper on I bruised a bone skating in like a mini in like a mini, uh, mini pool at this one yeah. park. It wasn't worth it. Yeah. But like, I never wanted to be... I want to get back out there, though. I'm, I'm down. still having that itch. Let me know if you want to go skate. I'm down to, like... All right. I'm down to get back you into... You know, Joel skates and, like... Uh, my, we got a... We gotta, uh, there's a crew of comics that skate. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, My yeah. worst thing is just skating with the unintention of rolling an ankle. That's it. If I don't roll an ankle, it's a good day. Okay. That's the one thing. Because I remember I, I learned... My, my I started getting into it really consistently at the end of college. Uh, or not the middle of college with a friend who skates. And I remember I dropped in in an eight-foot bowl. And, like, when I dropped in, I did it right, but I was going too fast, and my wheels were, like, tiny from, like, however much time they've been eroded on. Yeah. And, like, I lost control and, like, rolled my left ankle so hard. And that was it. Like, it wasn't like I face-planted into the bowl. Like, I landed going in, but it was just that aftermath of rolling the ankle. That's the one thing I hate. Like, even when I play basketball, I'm like, dude, as long as I don't, like – you know, tear an ace, t- just some crazy, yeah, yeah, just some sort That's of gonna in- affect you, some sort of injury that a normal dude shouldn't things. have to deal I know, with. Like, I know. like I mean, I understand if I if I'm not taking care of myself, and then you do something like that because my cousin tore his t- Achilles doing that, but he was like out of shape, hadn't played in years, and was trying to play like he was in high school. Yeah, my thing is I'm very cognizant of how I play. Mm-hmm. I go in and I'm like, okay, I, my knees aren't feeling it. Let's just pull up put some jumpers up you yeah. know like you think about how to play i'm like all right i'm not gonna do as many drives to the lane i'm not gonna euro step because i might freaking pop and you know pop one of these these joints out of my thing so i don't do all that but yeah stupid stuff like that like tearing an, an achilles when like your day job is like you're on your feet or something yeah, or, or, or i mean we're job, performing or, or, day, you know, or even your day job just like you work in a cubicle like oh come Dude, it on. was only it was only six weeks whenever uh you know that i uh, was really restricted for my broken arm and it was and i got lucky i didn't even have to wear a cast the whole time oh wow it was literally a cast like for only a hard cast only a couple days and then i had to be in a sling for six weeks yeah but But it was something you were just like why did i do this oh of course (laughs) i was like oh man you know because now you got something stupid to talk about when you get on stage (laughs) like you know you're like all right guys so let's get into this well i i was one of those I would just have my arm limp. I wouldn't wear my sling on stage. <laughs> I did not want to. I didn't want to do material you, you, about you, having freaking. You didn't want the crowd work to go back on you, huh? Yeah, yeah. I'm just so like, how are you guys doing tonight? Yeah. What happened to your arm? What's up, Crip? I'm like, yeah. oh shoot. Whoops. <laughs> Cripple, Crip. Like yeah. That. Like okay. Do well. people chant that nowadays? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just a sea of people chanting That's so that. So terrible. Dude, been awesome having you on the show. Uh, do you want to plug anything before we wrap up? Uh, yeah. Hey, what's up, JD Witherspoon? Uh, follow <laughs> me. You can follow me on all social medias. I think I'm at JD Witherspoon on Instagram, Twitter, 
uh, on the Facebooks JDW. Sports. And if you're if a gamer, you, definitely check out his yeah, channels run, and stuff because like, JD, his Instagram and stuff is chock full of like dope videos of him yeah. playing. And if you want to watch me stuff. play video games or subscribe to my channels or follow me on Twitch or watch me live stream, I'm on there. Run JD Run is my like gamer tag. I just made it up randomly one time, but uh, that and uh, yeah. Oh, I also host a show on Facebook Watch, uh, which is like, I should plug the work I'm getting. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> uh, I, I host a show on Facebook Watch called Confetti. It's a daily trivia show that you can watch 9.30 and 6.30 p.m. Eastern and uh, Pacific, and you can win money playing. You can literally uh, play the game. We have pots of money anywhere between like 5000 to I think the highest we've gone is 50000 per game. And if you play and get all 13 of these questions correctly... You can win a piece of that pot, and I am sitting back, usually just uh, making really cringy jokes for at least half an hour a day on that on that show. That's my job. That's that's my like new gig right now. Steady work. Heck yeah, man. Yeah, man, and yeah. whatnot. I don't have any dates, no stand up dates. But if I'm in LA, I'm probably hanging out in the back of the comedy store. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. we we talk in the back hallways all the yeah, time. We chill back, back hallways, there. Yeah. yeah. Man. <laughs> well, thanks Pretty for coming much. on the show, bro. Yeah, dude. Thank you. This was fun. Yeah.